Hi, and welcome to Bake Sale, the show featuring conversations with Kickstarter and other crowdfunding creators about their kid-friendly projects. I'm joined on the show today by Noah and Nanda, a.k.a. Mr. and Mrs. Muffins, who have recently started their second Kickstarter project to kickstart their latest album and LP and illustrated stuff, I guess for lack of a better word, uh, for The Misty Cowboy and Other Songs to Dream By. Uh, I actually was introduced to them in their first Kickstarter campaign, uh, which was to also help kickstart uh, some uh, recording and production of uh, LP for uh, their first albums, and they've got uh, The Adventures of Ms. Rabbit and Mr. Carrot and The Striped Ladybird, and that project did really well, and so now they're back again, and because I really like that first project, I wanted to talk to them about this, their latest project. So, Noah, Ananda, welcome to the show. Thank Hi. you. Thanks Hi. for having us. Sure. So, um, I, before we talk about uh, the Misty Cowboy, why don't you just talk a little bit about um, Mr. and Mrs. Muffins, your uh, aliases, and um, how you got into your first Kickstarter project and, and, and recording these mu- uh, this music and uh, doing the illustrations for the projects. Yeah, it's actually, I guess, a pretty long story. We kind of tell the story in the first Kickstarter video of how Nanda and I met. Um, we started chatting back in 2005. Uh, Nanda was living in Indonesia, and I was uh, in Seattle at the time. And I was promoting one of my bands that I was playing in. And we uh, chatted over the internet for about a year. And then I flew out to Indonesia. We had like really similar tastes in music. And so we just kind of went from there. We had a long distance relationship for about four mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. And um, then we got married, moved to the States. Um, And in the meantime, I had been writing songs kind of to give to Nanda uh, over the internet. And that turned into the project Mr. and Mrs. Muffins. And we've been going by that alias ever since. And um, we've played a a few shows. We played one show in Indonesia. We've played a couple of shows in Seattle. and that that's pretty much it yeah the first album uh and and so the the first album and i guess all your music you know i come from music as a you know, sort of a quote unquote kids music perspective music that is uh, created typically generally with kids in mind your music right. you know it's it's sort of in the family friendly area but i'm not do you guys consider it kids music or is that or is it just sort of like yeah it's it's music that you know if you wanted to share it with your kids you could but that's not really do you think of yourselves as as kids musicians i'm just curious um i would say not necessarily the first album was just a collection of songs that are maybe kid friendly but we we hope to appeal to uh to everybody like maybe just uh just dreamers <laughs> like like people who want to listen to music and be transported to another another place and i think kids can do that a little bit easier than adults can so so when you when you play live i'm sorry did i i don't want to uh over overstep uh, nada were you going to say something there oh i was going to add i think um 
along with the music project, we also wrote stories, and that story uh, come with the illustration with the illustrations, and that is the one that um, I think uh, can reach broader right. range of age. Yeah. So actually, Nanda um, is an illustrator, and so for this this new project, there is a, a booklet that's included. It's twenty four pages long and um, features a poem that I wrote that's geared towards kids. Um, we're about to have a kid, so we've Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> we've dedicated the book to the, our, our uh, kid who's about to be born, and um, we started out with two stories, and that was The Adventures of Miss Rabbit and Mr. Carrot and The Striped Ladybird. And then we uh, took the music from those two stories, the, the soundtrack from both of those books, and we released um, the Raindrop Dance and other songs about love. And that was the first Kickstarter album that was released in final form. Well, um, but I want to talk a little bit more about the music, but first I wanted to talk more about the illustrations. And, and um, the illustrations that, that are available uh, that you can see on the Kickstarter project page, which uh, I think I will certainly have a link to in the show notes for this episode. And I, if you search on Mr. and Mrs. Muffins on Kickstarter and look for the uh, new one, uh, Whimsical Gatefold LP and Booklet, or Misty Cowboy, uh, you can see the illustrations. And um, th they're really striking. And so, Nanda, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering... Who are your artistic inspirations for um, generally and, and, and the illustrations for this booklet in particular? For this booklet in particular? Um, well, I think I should tell a little story about uh, working with the second album illustration. It has been a long project for Noah and I. Um, there were uh, a lot of things that happened in our life that makes this um, project got delayed for about a year or two. And um, it took me a while to um, find a style that I think can represent the story, the poem and the music. And um, um, about the main inspiration of the illustrations, um, I, st I really like doing collage, digital collage. In the beginning of, um, like for the first album, it was also done with the digital collage. And for the second album, I was thinking to do something more graphical, but mm -hmm. also use this similar style. And I think for inspiration, there I, I look at a lot of um, children book illustrations. And I don't know if I can mention a specific name i guess my favorite lately is john classen mm -hmm. i don't know if i pronounce his name correctly <laughs> uh, I, I, that would be how i would pronounce it <laughs> yeah <laughs> john classen and um i like uh i really like to look at um classic um about uh in the children book illustrations in the 60s and um, kind yeah. of mix them with um, modern, I think, modern graphical design elements to it. Yeah, they, they have a, a very timeless 
look or, you know, something that you feel like you could easily open a book that was 50 years old and, and you would see something like that. But there is something more modern. I don't know. I, I And I'm, I have zero uh, graphics uh, <laughs> education. And so I certainly I don't I don't know the terms, but I, I, I get what you're talking about in terms of sort of having a uh, a 60s or you know a more timeless look but um i don't know if it's it's cleaned up or what but it it, it definitely um uh looks um a, like a mix of modern and and timeless artwork yeah. yeah um i think i was i really wanted to uh use more graphical elements this time but at the same time the music sounds more nostalgic so i need to somehow relate them together and um, by using by still using digital collage and some texture in the illustrations I hope um, it somehow still relates to the music <laughs> great and and so and then talking about the music yeah the 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 previous album uh, had you know a lot of as you note and uh, sort of a lot of Parisian elements sort of sounded like you, something you might list, be listening to in a in a cafe and somewhere in the ninth arrondissement uh and this um at least from the sound clips on the kickstarter page i mean and, and you know that it's it's more orchestral it sounds more like an orchestral pop album a little bit and so um noah you're you're more the the uh the music half of this duo so what were you thinking when you were um writing the music for this um, so for the first album, I, I'm actually a bass player, but my, my main goal with Mr. and Mrs. Muffins for the first album was to not play bass at all. And so <laughs> there's actually no bass on the first album. I just played piano, guitar, uh, glockenspiel, melodica, and a lot, a lot of toy instruments, toy piano and things like that. Um, but for this, this new album, I, I said, why, why constrain it? Why, why put those constraints on the album? And so I played upright bass and electric bass on it, um, as well as the other instruments that are on the first album. Um, and I, I think that the goal was to, I don't know, the, the songs just started to write themselves. We actually were um, writing songs while we were doing the first uh, Kickstarter project for, um, what's, what's the name of that, that album? <laughs> the Raindrop Dance and other songs about love. Um, and did, they, they ended up having a more like ragtime uh, 30s jazz feel and 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 more bossa nova. So you wrote the songs uh, to a great extent or perhaps entirely before you wrote the poem. So I, I, did the idea for the Misty Cowboy come the and the poem come first or it sounds like more that the you wrote the songs and then uh you now have a poem that that fits the songs but that that was not necessarily the the driving force behind the songs right yeah there was a pretty long gestation period for the album and it went through many incarnations i think that uh originally i had wanted to do something like nelson's the point where um there's music playing and then uh a story being read after the music. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I actually attempted that with several short poems in between the songs. And then I listened to that as an album and it didn't flow as nicely as, as I wanted it to. So we scrapped that idea and just decided to put songs on an album. 
and then include a booklet that had had a poem that corresponded a little bit to the songs. Uh, originally, the title of The Mystery Cowboy, um, that was the first thing that I came up with, was just the title. And then um, that, that song wrote itself. And uh, the poem is actually about uh, dreaming or the, the power of dreams. Cool. Cool. Now, yeah. I, I did want to talk. Now, you have the fairly standard for Kickstarter uh, music campaign uh, award, rewards of, you know, uh, got, you can get a, a postcard for $5. You can get the digital download of the album for 10 You can get the album and the uh, digital version of the booklet with all the illustrations for 15 but um and twenty dollars gets you the the lp itself so uh, you guys are big vinyl fans um which is great i wish i i I wish i had a record player um but uh what i really wanted to talk about was the the hundred dollar pledge for the sock doll so for a hundred dollars you get all the other uh uh, all the other uh, rewards that that are being offered for uh, anything less than a hundred dollars, and uh, Nanda, Mrs. Muffins, you will make a handmade sock doll, and there are pictures of these sock dolls, yeah. uh, and I, they're very very cute. Um, so, uh, <laughs> how many socks are in a sock doll? How many socks? I can. Um, we can make a sock doll from just one sock. So wow. with is, a pair of socks, you can make two. And I think if you want to make like tiny sock dolls, you can make four. Nanda says, Nanda <laughs> says we, but I actually have no idea what she's talking about. <laughs> she, she, she makes the sock dolls. I told her if we get a lot of pledges for $100, I'll learn how to make them and I'll help. Because <laughs> so, we, so. we didn't put a limit on the number of uh, pledges we could get for sock dolls. We thought, well... If we get a fifty hundred dollar pledges, that's awesome because that gives us our goal, and then um, we'll just make a lot of sock dolls. How did you, how did you uh, start making sock dolls? I mean, what's what um, what was the inspiration for starting to make sock dolls? Um, so a while ago, I, we bought um, a book of how to make sock dolls, but I've never touched it until um, I got pregnant. And um, I have some friends who had babies before um, we will. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that, that becomes like little projects for me during pregnancy. And uh, it's actually pretty uh, addictive. Yeah. And very relaxing too. So, uh, out of curiosity, I, I mean, how long does it take to make a? a, a, a sock doll? I, I'm sure it varies. <laughs> you can spend a lot of time making a sock doll, or you can spend very little time making a sock doll. But you know, your sort of fairly typical sock doll. How long do you think that that takes? Is that like a a one hour project, or is that a lot more? <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's a little more than an hour, but, uh, is, it's fun. <laughs> is, is the time, uh, the, the physical crafting of the doll or actually coming up with the idea for, because I'm, I'm, I'm looking at all the, the sock dolls that are there and, um, they, they have some of the same features, but they're mm. all, all five of them shown there. They definitely have their different characteristics and so i would think that part of it would just be coming up with the 
um, design, thinking about the design. Yeah, um, I think the physical part of it is the the one that takes the longest. Um, I think we can start doodling um, how we want it to look, and there are a lot of uh, resources on um, if you want to look for subtle inspiration, either from books or at the internet itself. So um, coming up with ideas of how it looks like it's. Uh, it won't take too long of a time, but um, working on it <laughs> and try to um, shape the socks so it looks like what you want it to be, that might take a while. But um, yeah, like I said, it's very relaxing and meditative at the same time, so I won't mind doing a hundred of them. I've only got a, a couple more questions. Um, the first one I have is sort of a, a broader question. So um, you mentioned in the Kickstarter page that uh, the cost of producing the, the 250 albums that you hope to make, uh, the, the LPs, um, is, is nearly, is, is about $6,000. Right. And so um, you are, you essentially say that, um, you say that if people pledge $20 to get the, the LP, they're, they're actually getting it at below cost, that it's actually going yeah. to cost you more to produce the LP than that uh, $20 um, uh, uh, reward level. And so this is clearly a, a, a labor of love. <laughs> um, and so what, what motivates you to make this particular music? Because, you know, you, you all clearly have um, other jobs, other, other interests, other portions of your life. What is, what is driving uh, your interest in this particular project? I, I just have a lot of fun doing it. I think, you know, I'm, I'm an elementary school teacher. <clears throat> I had thought about doing music um, professionally for a while. Uh, I minored in music at the University of Washington. Um, but every time I got a gig, where I was playing cover songs or somebody else's songs, I just did not enjoy it as much as I do writing this music and playing it and recording it at home. Um, so yeah, it's definitely a labor of love. We're not, we're not making any money on this. Um, but you know, um, I think it's cool that the people can get the album for a reasonable price and we don't, we don't want to make it too expensive, although it is going to be expensive to produce it. They're, they're basically getting a children's book and an album in one package. And so do you find for both of you that uh, doing this work uh, helps you in your daily lives? I mean, is, but the, the, the creative aspect, is that somehow um, influencing the rest of your life in any way? I think uh, I'll, I'll try to answer it. Um, I, I don't I don't know. I think it's actually difficult sometimes because yeah. uh, I, I'm not a very visual thinker. I think more uh, about how, how things sound. Um, and for me to explain ideas for what things could look like to Nanda is is challenging sometimes. We, we, 
this album took two years because the artwork took one one year to make. <laughs> <laughs> the the music's been done for over a year. Yeah. But, and uh, I think I think in some way it does influence um, our relationship. Yeah. Yeah. We we have a we have a a shared goal and we work on it together. Yes. Sometimes it's <laughs> challenging, but but it's very rewarding in the end. Yes. Okay. So. Uh, my last question is: um, Let's assume that the well, that the Kickstarter gets funded, and you guys are off to a decent start, considering the the project's only uh, two or three days old. But beyond uh, getting uh, the album and the LP out into the world, what is next for uh, the two of you? Um, you can talk about uh, your. Uh, <laughs> your forthcoming child, if you'd like, but uh, even beyond that, sort of uh, what else uh, musically and artistically are, are, is coming up for you guys? So we've, we've actually already started working on a, a third album, which um, we're writing entirely in another language, which is Nanda's language. She speaks Bahasa, uh, which is what is spoken in Indonesia. And we're working on that together uh, you know, hopefully so I can learn how to speak the language myself <laughs> but, uh, and, and speak it with, with our child. Um, but also just for a, a challenge and, and some something fun, something different. This album's different than the first one. We don't want to repeat ourselves, basically. Great, great. Well, uh, again, listeners, uh, if you want to uh, check out this uh project. Again, uh, you can search on Mr. and Mrs. Muffins on Kickstarter, and there'll be a couple projects there, and, and the Misty Cowboy is their, their latest one. Uh, I'll also have a link to this project in the, in the show notes, of course. So, uh, Noah and Nanda, thank you very much for joining me today. I appreciate it. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much. Um, you're welcome. Good luck. And uh, listeners, thank you again for tuning in. As always, you can feel free to shoot me an email, zooglobal at earthlink.net. You can see links to this project and all the other projects I'm interested in at zooglobal.com slash bakesale. And if you listen via iTunes, please rate and review this podcast. And with that, thanks again for tuning in. Bye.